Hey, Bill, how are you? Oh, all right. How's it going? Doing well. Um, what was your What was your message to the team after that performance yesterday? Well, I think there are things that we all need to do better, and um, that's what we're going to have to start with. Uh, some positive, plenty of positive things in the game, but uh, they were overridden by uh, some of the things that we didn't do well. And so we'll have to maintain the, the positive things and try to correct uh, the things that we need to correct and uh, play more consistently. Bill, Obviously, a couple of big plays really tilted the game, and that was uh, kind of plays that we have to have to, to play better. Bill, what were some of those positives that now that you probably got to watch the film that you you know were able to take away from the game? Well, I mean, I think within every play there are are things that you know are positive that we can work with. Um, Again, it's a matter of consistency and, you know, overall execution. Bill, I know you when you talked to Dan Shaughnessy uh, before the game that you said if the play calling didn't go well to blame you, how would you evaluate the play calling in, in yesterday's game and how the communication went? Well, as I said, I think there's room for improvement everywhere. Uh, so start with me and coaching staff and all the units offense, defense, special teams, they're all things that we've got to work on and, and improve. And it's first regular season game. Um, and we, we it's clear that we have some, some things that we need to work on. Did you feel like getting down there early uh, was a, a benefit for the team when it came to uh, adjusting to the heat? We had a good week down there. Yeah, we had a good week of practice. Um, we had a good week of work. So I don't have any problem with that. Bill, when you when you give these guys the message after a game like that, a tough loss, a divisional opponent, and you tell them, look at the positives, how do you make sure that guys kind of keep focused and say, all right, it's now time to move on and make sure we take care of business next week uh, versus a, a very good team and playing again on the road in Pittsburgh? All right, well, that's that's part of the NFL season. It's, it's a long season, but right now our focus is to review the Miami game, talk about the things that happened, good and bad, and then once we're done with it, we're done with it, and we'll move on to Pittsburgh. Um, but there's still plenty of things that we can talk about and learn from yesterday, and we'll do that first. When it comes to Kendrick Bourne, I know a lot of people wondering why he didn't see much playing time or any until uh, the fourth quarter. Uh, he was saying to the media, you know, the coaches aren't getting what they need out of me right now. What do you need out of him or really any player to, to make sure that they get enough playing time to make an impact on the game? Yeah, well, I thought KB did a great job stepping in there. We need him and, um, you know, made, made a big play for us. Um, he's a good player and... I'm sure that they'll have plenty of opportunities um, as as all of our skill players will going forward. So we'll see how it all plays out. Why didn't Kendrick Bourne see the field until uh, into the fourth quarter? Yeah, it just, just kind of worked out that way. It wasn't, wasn't anything that was specifically avoided. It just, just didn't work out. 
Uh, Bill, uh, Mac Jones, uh, uh, obviously the x-ray appears to be negative. Any concern there when it comes to uh, his back? Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, and what I've learned from many, many years of experience in doing this with so many different players and teams that um, there's a lot of variation on where players are right after the game from where they are. Let's call it, you know, 12 to 18 hours after the game. So see where things are this morning and uh, go from there. Bill, one of the things that you've done, and obviously look like Adrian Phillips got banged up a little bit, but prior to that, you, you like to have the three safeties on the field. What, what kind of problems does that present to opponent, opponent offenses when you give that look? Well, Miami was in a lot of two-receiver sets, so um, that, that certainly had something to do with it. Uh, you know, a lot of our defensive matchups are based on who the offense has on the field. So, more um, the more receivers they put on the field, most likely the more defensive backs we're going to put on the field. The more receivers that aren't on the field, or the fewer receivers that are on the field, then we're going to have probably fewer defensive backs, and certainly fewer corners with fewer receivers. So, that's all part of just the matchup game, and uh, that can certainly vary from week to week, depending on who those players are. Um, all tight ends, all backs, all receivers are not created equal. There's a, certainly a big variance in the skills of those players from team to team around the league. But generally speaking, that, that um, is impacted by the players that, that the offense has on the field. And that was very much of a two-receiver a mix of two and three receivers, but you know there there's quite a bit of two receiver sets yesterday. And, uh, there are some teams that will hardly ever play two receivers, as some as all eleven personnel. Um, that that wasn't the case yesterday. Hey Bill, uh, your two best drives of the game seem to be the the drive you opened the game with. It didn't necessarily end up the way you wanted it to, but then the drive to start the second half as well, which ended up being your touchdown drive. Were there any things uh, game script wise that you came out with that you were very happy with that were kind of focal points of those drives in particular? Well, those, um, you know, even the second drive of the game, we. Uh, again, there were multiple drives where we had the ball across midfield. Uh, we we moved it. It wasn't a like there are a lot of three and outs in the game. The strip sack that was a bad drive, but otherwise, for the most part, we were able to move the ball. We were able to get the ball to or across midfield, uh, but we didn't. That wasn't we weren't able to materialize that into enough points. So, so yeah, you know, the drives that come up short. <laughs> all came up short for one reason or another. Uh, we had one touchdown drive, but we've just got to do a better job of finishing the drives and, and coming out with points once we get uh, to the opponent's side of the 50. And we didn't, didn't do a good job of that yesterday. That one touchdown, Ty Montgomery, a new guy for you guys. What did you see out of him in his first game? Yeah, Ty, Ty's given us um, you know, good snaps all the way all the way through since he's been here um, in practice and preseason games and, and yesterday. So um, glad to have him. Look forward to, you know, continue to work with him. And I think he'll you know, have a good 
good role for us offensively, as, as it looked like he, you know, he had going into the at the end of preseason, and then you know he was able to get through the uh, injury in the Raider game and be out there and help us yesterday. So it was good to good to have him. I know you enjoy sometimes a good uh, historical analogy. So when you eventually retire, Bill, will you feel like Miami is your Waterloo? I don't know. I'm not, not really worried about that right now. Try to focus on this game, getting ready for Pittsburgh. Bill, one guy that can sin- continues to seem like he's headed in the right direction is Kyle Duggar. Um, when you were looking at him, obviously coming out of the Division II school, what were some of the things that really flashed and, and you know, made you feel like this guy was going to be really good at the next level, which it seems like he's headed in that direction? Well, Kyle had a lot of athletic ability, as we know. Um, big, fast, physical player. Um, and you saw his skills as a returner at that level, too. Uh, I think the thing that really helped Kyle was when he went to the Senior Bowl and, and was able to compete against other players um, from bigger schools that were maybe a little more known known quantities. And and um, he's been. Kyle's a smart kid. He's really done a good job of acclimating himself to um, the NFL game and and just a whole different level of competition from what he, he had in college, but he adapted to that pretty quickly. And, um, you know, it's been a, been a key contributor for us on defense and in the kicking game. Um, so he's a, you know, young guy with, you know, still a really bright future and is, is learning all the time, but playing with a lot of experienced players back there, obviously Devin and, um, you know, AP and, uh, now, uh, Peppers. So there's a lot of experience back there, and I think that that helps them all play together better. Bill, now you look towards uh, the Steelers. I, I know that you probably haven't done too much work on them yet since you guys just got back, but uh, they had an interesting offseason, obviously, a, n- a new quarterback for them after losing Roethlisberger. What does Mike Tomlin do that always makes the Steelers team a, a hard one to go against? Well, they're a tough, fundamentally sound team, um, and we'll we'll spend more time digging into them here after we finish up with Miami and and uh, film and the corrections and the comments about the game from today. But yeah, it was a big win for them yesterday, and and uh, this will be their home opener, so be a good test for us. All right, Bill. Well, we know you want to get back to work, so uh, we'll let you do that, and we will look forward to talking to you again next week. Great. Sounds good, Greg. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. There's Bill Belichick.